So you're listening to the DoD 45 podcast. I'm Ty of Art by Ty, and I'm a professional artist, and I'm fortunate to have collectors all over the world. Uh, when the pandemic hit in 2020, galleries closed, and so did most of my connections with my collectors. So I came up with this one-of-a-kind podcast series, Drawing Over Discussions, 45 Minutes with a Special Guest, where I have a discussion with a guest, usually someone who's had an inspirational impact on myself or on my career. So during the discussion, I draw a picture for my guest, similar to a time when I used to doodle while I was talking on the phone. Uh, at the start of each episode, I start a 45-minute timer, and we just see where the discussion goes and how the drawing turns out. So join us while I do some drawing and engage in discussions filled with random Sophie's Choice questions and anything else that may be of interest for that day. Enough of my intro, let's just get to the show. Well, hello everybody. Welcome back. It was a little bit of a hiatus, but welcome back to Season 2 of DoD 45. This very first episode that we start with to start season two, we chat with DJ Qbert. And um, this little segment that I'm uh, doing right here right now is just a quick little heads up. We uh, were just had just moved into another studio. We've got a whole new mixing board, some new mics, um, some new equipment set up um, for this uh, first recording with Qbert and um, our mix in the board was turned way down in our headphones. We had no idea how blown out the audio is um, until Qbert, until we had Qbert in and he mentioned, uh, and you know, he, we were, our audio was just fucked uh, for lack of a better term. Um, so I've run the audio for this episode through all kinds of mixing and tried to declip as much as I possibly could. Um, just so um, so fair warning, I'm aware of the situation. The rest of the episodes of this season will not sound like this. And it's not through the whole episode. It's just at the beginning um, during the, our, our new format. We're doing a new format where Adrian and I... Uh, we'll have a discussion about who our guest is, uh, then we'll go into the guest, and then Adrian and I will have um, a recap of the discussion. And um, I actually really like this format. I like it way better than how we were doing it in season one. So um, enough of my ramblings. Point is, at the very first of this episode, during Adrian and I's banter, Adrian and I's, that's not the term, Adrian and mine, Adrian and my, banter we um our audio is well mostly mine my audio is completely blown out i've compressed it declipped it i've done as much as i could to to um so it's not going to blow out your speakers or anything it just sound it's really really muddy um so i apologize for that but it's only in the intro part which is about a 15 minute intro um but then once we get into the discussion with cubert we had realized that it was blown out but our mix was still down so we were we were able to tweak it during the recording, but it's still it's still pretty uh, pretty blown out. So only for this episode will there be the audio issue. After this episode, uh, the rest of the upcoming episodes are the audio quality should be on point. So there you go. There's my uh, what do you call that? Um, I don't know, fair pre warning or 
the term's right on the tip of my tongue, but I'm going to waste all this time trying to explain to you. So enjoy the episode. Enjoy season two of DOD 45. We're glad that you're with us. And um, I hope you enjoy the new format because I, I actually, I'm really into it. So cheers. Here we are with um, DJ Cubert. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of DOD 45. I am Ty of Art by Ty, and this is episode one of season two. Thank you for joining us. Uh, here is uh, with us uh, Adrian Ty Willie. Hello. <laughs> Um, so, uh, today, Adrian, uh, on our show, do you know who we have coming in today? I do. We have DJ Hubert. That is right. Our guest today is DJ Cubert, uh, turntablist, scratch DJ, uh, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Well, he's potentially one of the best scratch DJs of all time. Uh, I mean, guess someone could argue that if they wanted to. Um, but for me, he's uh, yeah, he's uh, he's right up there at the at the top. Just it's awesome to watch him scratch. It's just it's like it's incredible. It's like watching so, Miles Davis can I ask play the you trumpet. Something. Yeah. What'd you do over the break? Between uh, season one and season two. Well, we had shows. We had a whole bunch of shows. We uh, sold some artwork. We were able to get back out on the road, which was nice. Um, interesting to be around large crowds of people. But uh, yeah, that was cool. It, w- it was uh, something that was needed. I missed doing the podcast, though. I actually did. I know you did. <laughs> um, what What is it you like about DJ Cubert? When did you first hear him? Well, uh, I first heard his album Wave Twisters. I remember in the early 80s, I'm guessing mid 80s, uh, I think it was a Grammy performance or it was something on the Grammys. It was a live performance, but I remember um, it was Herbie Hancock and uh, uh, Grand Mixer DXT was on the turntables and like he was scratching. And it was, and it was like the first time you ever seen someone like on television, someone scratching. Now, granted, probably in New York and and some other places, they were. I mean, people were. It was the first time you really heard the it sound. It was the first time I heard scratching. I think that I think that grand performance was like 1984 or something. So I was like seven years old. What do you know about him? Who? Like, Cubert. Uh, Cubert, yeah. I don't know a whole lot about him. Uh, well, this is something that I, uh, we were talking, you and I were talking about how I don't know a whole lot about like people beyond listening to their music um, because we came from a time where there, 
you weren't able to Google someone's name or look things up. You just, we just enjoyed the music or just listened to the music or anything. These days, people know everything about everybody. So what did you find out? Well, you know, I did know that he had started, uh, or he's one of the founders of Invisible Scratch Pickles, which oh, is, uh, is, yeah, yeah. That, uh, I think I had a CD, was that in the 90s, yeah, maybe? Yeah, when, when I first, oh, did we talk about that? <laughs> yeah. No, when we first started dating, we had, we had that Invisible Scratch Pickles I think CD. since we share a last name, it might be obvious that we're married. <laughs> maybe not, but now, now people know. Yeah. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, you had that Invisible Scratch Pickles uh, CD. I don't remember what the CD was, but we listened to it often in your in your uh, your forerunner. Wait, is that bad that I don't even know that that was DJ Qbert? It's not bad. You, you'll, you'll, you'll know more. It's, it, was, it was DJ Qbert, Mixmaster Mike. Um, see, this is where I, I'm self-conscious about not being able to regurgitate information that I feel like I should know. I just don't retain it very well. Well, is, when you think about it, all we, we knew about somebody was their cover art. Uh, maybe they posted the lyrics in the CD or the tape um, paper. Yeah, the liner notes. And that's like, that's all you knew. Yeah. So, I'm like, I don't think Did I... you even read those, though, really? <laughs> Sometimes, I guess. I think I skimmed them. If I really liked them, I think I did. I think I had the new Kids on the Block one down. Yeah, you we, you and I were talking about that just recent, like seriously, like a couple of days ago, because I was telling you how I felt bad that I didn't know a whole lot about these people that we end up talking to, and you brought up that point. I thought it was an excellent point because it is true. We, but also some people did really know everything about everybody, but that's why that, that's like heads, you know, hip hop heads or, but um, he is a Filipino, American Filipino or yeah yeah he grew or, I mean. An immigrant? Uh, his parents are immigrants, I believe. I was going to say he's a fellow Pacific Islander. Now, that's geographically speaking only. That's because <laughs> I'm pretty sure Filipinos eight considered. I mean, it's Asian. It's in. It's part well, it's of a, Asia, but they're, it is in islands. the Pacific. But it is in the Pacific. It's a complicated yeah uh, system. The Philippines because I think they have like eight different languages, and well, it's like ten islands or something. Well, I, yeah, I I don't know a whole lot about the Filipino Filipinos, but or the, the Philippines. Philippines. I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't know a whole lot about that. Um, but I just I did want to. I mean, I did want to say he was a Pacific Islander Pacific because Islander. it's an island <laughs> and it's the in the Pacific, but yeah. it's in Asian anyway. That's but it's North Asian. Pacific, not yeah. South Pacific. It's, Is that right? I don't know. Yeah. So that's why I didn't say he's a fellow South Pacific Islander. There you go. Um, yeah. So he they they. There's an animated film on his uh, first album, uh, Wave uh, Wave Twister. Wait, an animated film? Feel, an animated on, feature It's film. on the CD? So no, if you so put that's, the CD in the DVD player? So they call it a musical. So if, it's a movie that is edited to his that whole album, and it's really cool. So like the wall. Pink kind Floyd, of like, yeah, kind of like the wall, but a musical well, well, cartoon. And, and, yeah, and his, yeah, his album Wave Twisters. It's a scratch album, so it's oh. not like you know, it's not like there's rappers on there. There's no MCs, and, well, he, and it follows its own storyline. He has than, a storyline, yeah, but well, it's not a storyline that follows lyrics on. No, the but Cubert has this whole thing about aliens and about 
Oh gosh, there's documentaries that you'll have to watch on that. There's a the documentary called Scratch. Um, that was it Sundance? You know, back in maybe 2011. It's a really cool documentary about scratching, um, and about that whole phenomenon. But you know, he kind of feels like it's a language. And mm. this, Mix Max Mike was kind of saying the same thing about. Uh, did I say Maxter Mike? I don't know. I but, forgot uh, what you were saying. They like it's like a language. You know, this scratching, and so they they came up with like. Or Kubert to come up with like these different characters, these different like uh, intergalactic characters who, um, and how they. Well, shoot, he'll be better at explaining that if we okay. get into that. Um, what else? Let's see. Well, so he was making music. Then you said you were about seven, and so what was he a teenager on that Herbie mm, Hancock thing? No, well, yeah, he must have been a teenager. I think I think Kubert's probably about seven or eight years older than I am, so he must have. Wait. I, so that would no, because then he would be like fourteen. Yeah, but remember, I was Kubert wasn't in the on that Grammy on that performance. Oh, it was Grand Mixer DXT was I the don't D know who was that yeah. Is. He's a, one of the old school. He's oh. one of the head, you know. He's like you know like Grandmaster Flash. You know, like uh, he's one of the okay. So it wasn't Kubert you saw on the Grammys. yeah. I was just saying that was my first like. Uh, introduction, hearing, to introduction scratching. to like scratching, yeah. Oh, well, and I had it... uncles and everything that like w- had turntables. We borrow their turntables and and scratch on it was awesome. But I even think that that was that was right around that Herbie Hancock time. Yeah. But that's so I was that's what I was explaining to that. I'm and I'm I'm certain Kubert would uh, say that maybe he that was something where he first felt. Well, I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm gonna ask him about so that. So he's older. Yes. Than you. Yep. I was going to, you know, 98, I think it was, 1998, well, we were dating at that time, early on dating. We had that Wave Tw- Twisters album and that Invisible Scratch Pickles am- album. And we went up to, um, well, I used to listen to it in your, your foreigner all the time. We went up to Sundance Film Festival. I don't um, remember this Twister album. Well, if you when you hear it, when you play it, oh, I, so know. you'll know. It's like, it's so, I was listening to it just the other day before, you know, as soon as I... Uh, found out that Cooper was going to be on the show. And it like, it was almost like when you listen to an album where there where there are lyrics, you could sing right along with it. If you hadn't heard it for years, I remembered every scratch, every, like I just remembered it when we would listen to that all the time. And we, I remember one time we were up at Sundance and we were, we went to the coffee shop and we saw Janine Garofalo there. Do you remember that at all? Yeah, wait, hold on. I just got weirded out because you just got a thumbs up emoji on your screen and I don't know how it got there. So, someone thumbs up? Maybe someone's on the is there, call. Is it can't possible? Be. No. <laughs> That's okay, funny. yes. I do remember going up to Sundance because we're in Salt Lake City and Sundance is just an hour or less away. Oh, well, when I drive, it's an hour. <laughs> Well, so we would list. I, I just remember we went and had went and drank some coffee at the coffee shop where we saw Janine Garofalo. Then, like we, there weren't any shows playing. There was nothing kind of happening. So we went, we couldn't get tickets. Actually, yeah. Well, we went took a nap in the yeah car in the, car in the parking lot, and that album was just playing and playing and playing. At the same time, we had just bought because of Cubert. I went and bought the DJ Foss album i don't know if those guys i i don't you know i don't know if they're friendly or whatever but those two albums were like the two scratch albums that we listened to all the time in your car i don't even remember 
remember the DJ. I don't remember DJ. If you hear that one, it's kind of as memorable. But the, I think the album cover, the CD cover, you you definitely recognize. We would listen to those all the time. I'm a big fan of the Invisible Scratch Pickles. Sometimes I don't I don't necessarily love live album stuff. Oh, is that what that was? I feel like a lot of it was live. I can't remember it so bad. I think you'd remember the album cover, the cover of of, of Wave Twisters too. You definitely yeah. remember him. So what else do we know about him? He did all the scratching on um, Cool Keith's Dr. Octagon album, which is okay. you know, one of my one favorite I know. albums. Yeah, and you know what's crazy about it? I, I had forgot that he did the scratching on that album. Uh, I was listening. I listened to the whole album on our drive back from uh, New Orleans to here, and that there's so much like just incredible scratching on that album that – it's so good on there. You don't even it um it just you know how like when music's so good you don't even really pay attention to everything that's happening. That's how I felt. I never noticed all of that scratching on oh, there. Yeah, but it's I, throughout the entire album. Yeah, I think that I probably still have a lot of that Dr. Octagon memorized, but I can't think of what is behind the words. I guess that's how seam- yeah. seamless it must have been put together. It's such a because great album. It just m- men's meshes together yeah i think cool keith released it again without any of the scratching on there i don't know oh, if really? there's anything i wonder yeah. why i don't yeah I, I don't i'm not sure um let me think well i i don't know that's why we're having him on the show what we can get into so you don't know anything about his personal, personal life, life? Or uh, he like... was you know he's raised in in san francisco okay you know when we do this it's not like way deep it's not like a howard stern deep dive into people but I don't know. Is there anything that you that you um, you know about DJ Cubert that I don't know? I don't. I was letting you do all the research. <laughs> I was going to let you tell me. Well, you know the way that I do the show. I don't. I don't necessarily like to do like a ton of research about somebody because then I'll 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 not you know want to ask them and and hear about it personally from them. So um, I just like to cover. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess we'll find out. Yep. Let's, uh, let's, um, I guess that would lead us to, uh, should we just get right into uh, talking with well, uh, DJ Cubert? Uh, real quick, we should take a quick sponsor break and then get right back we to We have sponsors? Yeah, I, I, bought a, I bought a time slot on our... Wow, well, check it out. Let's hear from our first sponsor, and then when we come back, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have DJ Cubert on. And we'll see what he has to say. Are you ready for this? You're going to have to edit a very cool commercial. Oh, we're going to be recording it. Yeah, this is our sponsor. Uh, you're awesome. Gonna, you're going to have to put in a commercial that has like, take it back to like the 80s, maybe some stars and like. Okay. Like I'm, an I'm old excited. school. Um, what are those that they played on the TV? Those commercials where they're like selling something jingle. real fast. A jingle. Not a jingle. The other ones like a. Infomercial, oh, those infomercial. fast ones. Okay. Uh, I'm not so good at this. Are you tired of looking at the wall art that you bought 10 years ago from Ikea? Well, then I have good news for you. When you visit... <laughs> When you visit artbytie.com, you'll have a vast selection of interesting art. Art that says, I'm not a boring old curmudgeon. I'm far more interesting than that live, laugh, love print on my wall. Hold on, I need to breathe. I love it. 
Head over to artbytai.com to choose from hundreds of exciting fine art prints starting at as low as just 20 bucks. And if prints aren't your thing, you can also find originals and, um, and our newly launched books. So go over to artbytai.com today for your non-boring art needs and interestify, interestify your house today. Wow. I need to redo that. That was terrible. It's pretty awesome that we got a commercial. I don't know how to read. It's a commercial for my artwork. Hey, I bought a time you slot. bought a time slot. What do we charge for those? I haven't build it yet oh, yeah. that's cool yeah yeah we aren't necessarily uh i yeah we i've been asked by a couple of people actually if we were doing sponsors and i just was like i i said no because i you know i don't i we i wasn't originally doing the show to uh have sponsorships but i don't know it might be a cool thing maybe people just want to uh be involved with the show sure yeah uh, what should they do if they want to be involved yeah uh, you can reach out to me at ty at artbytie.com and uh or reach out, DM me on on uh, Instagram or Facebook, or t- or that or useless Twitter. spot Twitter, where, where I have no followers. <laughs> well, should we welcome DJ yeah. Qbert on? First thing I want to welcome you, or uh, you know, thank you for joining us on the show today. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, I was gonna say, you, I, I can watch you uh, on the tables for hours. Like I seriously can watch, like I can just watch you forever, and I just zone out. Um, do you zone out? Like, to, like, do you totally zone out when you're playing your instrument? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a meditation, and then sometimes when I get real deep, it, it becomes a prayer. Like I'm thanking the universe for everything. And I'm just going with it and. No. Do, do you ever go anywhere specific, like mentally? Is there a specific place, or is it kind of always just mood, like where you're at that time? You just let the sa- the sound take you, and you just kind of it's like a roller coaster ride with the sound that's in your brain. I guess I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm serious. I can. I, I, we just do. An, we do an intro before the, we have the guest in, just so you don't have to sit there and listen to us. Um, you know, prop you up and tell you how awesome you are. It kind of gets annoying to hear that. I'm sure. Uh, I mean, look at you. I was like, God damn, the fucking art you make. I was like, holy shit. Who the hell is this guy? I like him. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, it's been good. For, it's been it's been good so far. Bless. We're lucky. We're, we're definitely lucky. I always feel uh, I'm for, I feel fortunate to be someone that's uh, made it somewhere with my artwork. So oh, yes. there are a lot of people who don't make it. And I, and I, I so I, I'm always humbled and I just feel weird, you know, saying like taking compliments so you know <laughs> you have god flowing through you so it's it's a wonderful thing well thank you um all right well so i'm glad that things have been going well for you um I, that's what i like to do ask how things are going before i start the timer because once i start the timer I, i'm focused on listening to you but I'm, I'm i'm also doing the drawing um so i i put together some questions for you that are specific to you anything you don't feel like that uh you know talking about you don't have to but the point of the show is um uh, for for me to share with my audience and the people that um follow my work i want to share with them who inspired my you know who inspired my artistic career so and and you're one of those people and we've been listening to your albums uh you know since uh i guess since wave twisters that's what we was talking about i guess that was your first uh, official album right 
1998, I believe. Yeah, it's it's uh, we I I've been listening to it, you know, ever since I talked to you, and I knew I was gonna have you on. I went back through all the archives and have been uh, listening pretty hard. And I was explaining earlier at the, during the intro that. I, I hadn't listened to the whole album in a, in a while, but we listened to it so much when me and my wife first started dating. Um, she had the original, she had the um, Invisible Scratch Pickles album, that first album, and I had the Wave Twisters album. When we, when we were first dating, like it was playing all the time in her old Forerunner. And then it just, you know, after a while, when you listen to something, when you first hear it, you don't listen to the same, you know, music for a while. You start discovering other music. So it's been a little while since I had heard it, but I've been listening to it, and it's, it was, I was telling her, it's like listening to the lyrics on a song like you can sing along if you hadn't even listened to that album for years i could remember almost every scratch like i I, as soon as i turned it on i was like it was like i knew it for like script like a script like i knew it It was just awesome anyway i ramble on there sorry (laughs) um all right i'm gonna set this timer and i'm gonna start uh start drawing you uh this uh alien uh now, I, could, I, could I use it to the art? Could I use you can it? Use, yeah, absolutely. It's yours, man. I'll be sending it to you. It, it, you know, you you may think you want to use it now. Who knows how it'll turn out? It might turn out like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, a octopus themed record coming up. It's like a uh, you put the covers together, and so it'll be it'll be cool. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yep. Yeah. You can tell you can absolutely. I mean, doing this piece for you specifically. So uh, thank you, thank you. All right, I'll I'll set the timer. It does that like tick tick ticking, so I'm gonna put it aside so that's not like in my ear. Just <laughs> hey, Cubert, are the, is it okay? Should I call you Cubert? Q Rich, whatever you know. Okay, um, are those golden turntables? No, these are these are just uh, regular turntables, but they're uh, they're uh, what do you call it? Um, they have wood a uh, wood decal, so it looks like oh like Zen and shit. Don't you own a? Don't you have a gold gold plated table though? Yeah, yeah, like when I won the uh, the DMC World Competition. Was is that always what they give, or was that that year? Uh, the year me and Mix Mixmaster Mike uh, won. They, uh, I guess, they didn't have any money that year, and and we didn't win that. We just got like, oh, yeah, it was, it was like, oh, <laughs> well, these look gold from my angle. It's all about perspective, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So I, I, I had just watched um, the Wave Twisters movie um, a few days ago. Uh, are there any future plans to do like to do something similar, another like animated piece? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, the thing is, that it's like ten thousand dollars a video, so it, it's very expensive. But yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, we're doing these uh, NFT things, and that's doing very well. So. Hopefully we can uh, muster up enough money, like through Bitcoin and stuff. That Bitcoin thing is doing amazingly well. Are you guys uh, like uh, doing cryptocurrency right now? I I bought some uh, that year. What um, what's it called? The uh, um, the green one? No, no. I it was a uh, your ether Ethereum, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Ethereum. Ethereum. I, yeah, I got I bought some of that early on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm wow. still doing, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, that thing. I, I was very hesitant to do it, but I have a friend out in Philly that he was like, "You got to do this. You got to do it." So, I, yeah. yeah, don't don't touch that. Yeah, I haven't I haven't but I haven't put any else into it. But I get asked all the time from people that do some NFTs with my work. I just haven't gotten like hooked up with the right person, but uh I did just so you know Mr. Dibs, yeah. Yeah, that's the um, 
Yeah, uh, uh, I'm doing an album cover for him right now, and um, we're talking about maybe doing it, turning that into an NFT. I think maybe that's supposed to be a secret. Uh, maybe I'm not supposed <laughs> Speaking of secrets, he told me, he, he messaged me, he saw the one I was having you on, and he said, oh, you tell him, because you, you did some, uh, some scratching for him a long time ago. Yeah, and yeah. did said he he never got around to releasing it was during his drunk days when he was like oh but he just said he just found it cleaning out his studio and he's then he said yeah tell him i think i'm gonna release these things yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah he, he brought that up um that the the wave twisters animate that that uh movie it seemed like um a, it would have been a huge undertaking like was that something were you involved in that in that that part or was it just um they just used the the album or was did you have involvement like and no i was i was there uh with them and i wrote the story and then they evolved it and made it like better and yeah those are the homies too sid garen and um um mr henry uh, and also Doug won the artist for um for the whole thing. He's with uh, Morning Breath now, and yeah, we all just just kept going back and forth with ideas, boom, boom, boom. And after like uh, I think about two two three years, the whole thing finally got finished. And then that was, I mean, so that month, that's like two thousand one, right? Because didn't it, it premiered at South by Southwest? Yes, yes. Yeah, it was, it's so amazing. Like, do you do people talk about it to you a lot these days? Like, especially with anime, even now coming back, but it's very much stylistic, like anime. Uh, do you do you find that people are seeing it more now? Or uh, do you? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, some people are just discovering it now too, so that's kind of cool. Do you find? I was going to ask you. Do you feel like some people are just discovering you now, like the young, like a younger generations? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. On what, on what level do you know? Like, or like, do you? Because you don't do like a TikTok or anything, right? I do Twitch. Yeah, I've watched some. I've watched. I've watched your feeds. I was gonna wonder if you had the, but you will push. I've watched only like the Instagram feeds. Well, yeah, it was on Instagram that I saw it. We would press the crowd uh, audience, the clapping. Yeah. In the first part of the pandemic, I was trying to find anything to watch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Well, let me. I do these things to all these Sophie's Choice questions, um, so I just like to throw them out every once in a while. Let me ask you this: this Sophie's Choice question, um, Van Halen or Van Dam? Uh, Van Halen. <laughs> Were you a Van Dam fan at all? Uh yeah, hell yeah. No oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I guess yeah. I don't. I I I don't know anything about him now, but I loved all of, like the kickbox, all the old, old uh, kung fu movies that he was in. <laughs> well, I was more fascinated by uh, Bruce Lee, of course. Um, Absolutely. I found out why Bruce Lee uh, got killed. It wasn't when you watched that Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, okay. What I what I remember. Do you remember Enter the Dragon? Yeah. Okay, so there was a scene in Enter the Dragon where there was, um, he went underground and there was a cloning facility. There was some girls, like, if there was a girl, she'd be like, help me, help me, help me. And right, then, yeah. There's a, uh, like, a girl standing there stiff. That's, that's a cloning facility on an island, which kind of happens in reality. Like, uh, uh, Clone Aid, you ever heard of Clone Aid? No. Clone Aid is a cloning facility across from uh, Los Angeles, it's, it's on an island. Like a cloning, like what they do to sheep? Yeah, but they've been doing this to humans for like forever, you know? So it's like, that's uh, kind of, he kind of exposed it. You ever seen um, that movie with uh, uh, 
Kubrick, and Kubrick got killed for revealing uh, uh, what the uh, um, the satanic elite do in uh, that movie Eyes Wide Shut. Did you watch? Oh yeah. yeah oh so, yeah. Yeah. So when he put that out, he got killed for it. And so when, yeah. So when Bruce Lee uh, put that um, scene out, it was like, oh shit. Oh, they took care. They wiped him out. Yeah. So. Oof. And then nobody well, talks about it. Wait, I'm, I'm pissed so... about that. Does that not make you nervous that you just said that on? <laughs> uh, you know, they're talking about cloning so much now. It's like everyone's talking about it. It's like whatever, and, and it could be bullshit too. So, well, I'm, either way, I'm pissed about it because I was a huge Bruce Lee fan. I have Bruce Lee tattooed on my leg. <laughs> yeah, bro, check out watch that scene, man. They fucking they they it's, it's on an island. They fucking have the cloning facility, and then they fucking they they they, they fucking do the drug shits over there. That's all real shit. Ooh. And this is, you say, off the coast of California? Yeah, off yeah. the coast of California, across from L.A. is the island. I think they're, I'm not sure. I think they're the Catalina Islands. Or some One of those islands. There's a movie called The Island with Leonardo DiCaprio. And it's, oh, yeah, I remember that. It's about, is that based on that? Yeah, is it, do you, you see, is it a, uh, about cloning in that movie? I, I can't remember. I, I mean, I remember seeing the movie. Yeah, no, I don't know. He keeps talking about all this cloning shit now, so it's kind of like a, a, an interesting thing. Um, well, not, this is not on a cloning thing, but did you, <laughs> do you have a, did you have a favorite cartoon when you were growing up? Uh, like uh, a- uh, geez. I mean, we were just forced to watch uh, justice league of America and all that. Oh, are you a justice league fan still? I, th- I always it? thought they sucked, you know, and, <laughs> I, well, once in a while they would bring in the flash. I was like, Oh yeah, that's, that's the fucking character right there. Oh Yeah. Aquaman was so like, what the hell? They got the fucking green underwear and right. Yeah, I mean, um, Flash make like you're you have you're like super high energy. Don't do you think? I mean, does that you've been told? I mean, you have like good energy. Has that always been something? Uh, well, I don't know. I just I, I I'm just being me. I don't know. I, I don't really notice it either that or I um I woke up on the right side of the bed. I have no idea. Well, anytime I see you, you, just like got a real good attitude and like i guess not like bouncing off the walls coffee energy but like a real good you know you you never seem like you're like "Mm," you never have that vibe so i don't know has that been something like your whole life you've been like with good energy i get those days i just turn the camera off oh yeah (laughs) do hey do you um make music during those days do you ever or that that hurts yeah yeah chill or uh you know sometimes i'll just instead of instead of flowing i can work on technique like the, the boring stuff you know? right yeah i have heard you talk about that like um even if you're not feeling inspired it's still a time to where you can get some practice in where it's always and i i'm i'm full-on believing that practice is everything you always got to constantly even if i don't draw for a couple of days it's sometimes hard for me to get right like back into that groove of even and I've been drawing like this for 40 something years, you know, like it's, it's still hard to, if you take too much time off, do you, are you on the tables all the time or is there ever a down? Like, is it, you got to be just, just exactly what you said. Uh, if, if I miss a day, uh, maybe they might not notice, but if I miss two days, they'll notice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about this? Um, what about uh breaking or beach street? Oh, definitely Beach Street. Yeah. Orny, I thought. 
I mean, there was some there were some parts, but it was corny to me for some reason. It, it was super corny, but I I loved Turbo so much. <laughs> Poppers and, and uh, Pop and Taco, yeah, that was those are the those guys are dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about how about what about Cool Keith or Cool Hurt? Cool Keith. Yeah, word. <laughs> I mean, I obviously, yeah. You, he's got what, what, what was that? Who Keith has the same birthday as me, and then um, we made an album called Doctor Octagon. Yeah, it's one of our favorites. The most weirdest, weirdest shit. It is. It's like it's it's out like even like all the lyrics and everything are really crazy. But what? I think he was gonna finish saying. Something. Oh shit! I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah. You're looking at your face. Yeah. Go sorry. Ahead. What were you gonna say? Oh, uh, so so Doctor Octagon. The weirdest shit is that Cool Keith has the same birthday as me, and Dan, the automator's son, has the same birthday as us too. So how the fuck did that happen? <laughs> Which is, or do you not want to give that October out? 7th. 7th. October seventh. October seventh. Yeah, and it's October, so it's another oct, whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, I always forget that that oct, October and because I draw octopus all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that 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 Doctor Octagon album, I, I we listen to that all the time, and then I I just recently re-listened to it, and like you're you're scratching throughout that whole album, and I don't know why I never noticed that really like when i used to listen to it i but i was explaining that maybe it is it sits in it sits in there so well on that album all of your scratches on there uh some, some the uh dan the automator did too oh you guys both did it on there yeah he did like real some real simple ones and i did all the uh the wild stuff i guess was he the one that set that that whole thing up with you and cool keith yeah, yeah definitely yeah. he's the, he's the mastermind uh behind that whole project or uh, cool keith is too i'm just the guy that came in the scratch and did the scratch. Hey, can i ask you a question and as somebody who doesn't have any sort of music background, but when you set up that kind of album, are you laying down all of the sound? Uh, Dan, the automator, uh, did all the uh, music, and then Keith came in and did the rapping, and then I came in and, and did the little icing with the scratches. Gotcha. That's such a great album, though. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, oh, I wanted to ask this. Um, the term uh, cut, or scratch is there a difference oh, it's just slang you know like, yeah you'd be cutting it up i'd be scratching whatever do you have a preference on either uh it's probably faster to say cutting yeah when you yeah if you're the also you know i i hate when i hate to label anything but like earlier i was trying to explain like i want to say turntablist or a scratch dj or something do you go have a term for specifically what you do or you, you're a musician I go by surfer, scratcher, skater. Are you a skater? No, I mean I I, I fuck around, but I'm yeah. so whack at it. But you know, I, I I like, you know, rather than be a what's a, a surf a surfologist or a freaking right. <laughs> we're, we're scratchers. That's best. yeah, yeah. So when your friend introduces you to their parents, they they go. And this is my friend, Qbert, and he's a scratcher. Yeah, they have. Uh, is that how it goes? They probably think I have like some, some itch. <laughs> back he's got the scratcher. itch. <laughs> Turn around right here, right here to get this spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad you showed up. Right over here. Hey, well, how, how do you feel about that? Um, this whole thing with um, uh, the tape tapes coming back? Yeah, we actually, Invisible Scratch Pickles, me, D-Styles, and Shortcut, uh, we just came out with the album, I think, what? Four, three, four years ago, um, 
called the 13th floor and we're coming out with a uh uh cassette tape oh so you're into the cassette tape move huh i mean i'm not really but it's like it's cheap to make and people yeah they collect them for some reason i thought you're here have some yeah is that what's going on because it is a little i mean it's way cheaper to make than vinyl because I mean, we make them all, you know, CD, tape, whatever. Yeah, I just hate the sound. I have so many tapes, but I hate the sound of tape. I just hate it. It's all muffled and low. <laughs> Sometimes that could be good, though. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. That's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. Sometimes uh, people draw on, uh, you know, old, old little paper and yeah, actually, that type of thing. Yeah, it's a. It's definitely. A, I mean, it's not for the sound it's for I don't, well shit i don't know it's so, yeah well, uh, um what is what is, do you have a remedy for uh for creative plateau uh yes uh, look at the color green are you serious yeah so that you know how that you go in nature and and you see the freaking how you call the the grass is green that that sparks uh uh creativity in you so just fucking look at green and shit yeah you know i also and this is probably off topic and I'm sorry, I'm going to nerd out, but I recently heard or saw something that if you spend some time in a forest, like a tree will release a, like a type of a pheromone Ooh. type thing that, that we as humans can like ingest and it relaxes you. And that I love kind of, yeah. that I kind of comes into with what you're saying a bit. Yes, it's very important. So I, I, I have a dog and I, I have to do that every day. I walk in the, the forest every day and I will definitely come back and get in the lab and with a lot of inspiration. Yeah, you, you, would you consider yourself an outdoor, like a um, naturist kind of like you have to be out oh. in nature, right? Oh, yes. I'm, I'm definitely a nature guy. Yeah, that's awesome. It does make a difference. Oh, that's cool. So, but he, but you're saying even if just looking at the color green, it does, it will even change you from this little mood a little bit, give you a little bit more creativity. Sure, sure. We had a, a studio with a green screen in it, and I felt creative in there all the time for some reason. So. Yeah, that's brilliant. I'm going to have to put some more green in here. Yeah, plant. Just get some plants. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, I, yeah. My, my dad, so I'm, I'm, I'm half Samoan, so we had a lot of plants in, in, the, in the house, but um, oh, my friend is Samoan. Who? Uh, uh, MCUB. He's a he's a MC. Uh, he's he's my he. Sometimes you'll see him on our little TV uh, turntable TV shows. He's like really funny. He's always joking around. He's half Samoan. Yeah. Awesome. Well, and you're in. Where are you? San Francisco. And there are. Is yeah, that I right know. Right across the bay, there's a lot of. Yeah, my aunt. Yeah, I have a lot of what? Pacific Islanders right there too, right? Yeah. how you you're half Samoan and what? Half Dutch. Wow. <laughs> I've been to Samoa. Oh yeah, it's yeah. We got a yeah. We got we got some good 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 property up there in, in Samoa. We got a we got a coconut plantation up there. But, oh, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, we're we're in the jungle parts of uh, of Samoa. But uh, you you've been you've been to the Philippines though, right? I mean, you're Filipino. Are you are you uh, American-born Filipino? Were your parents immigrants? Yeah, yeah. My parents are, are they immigrated here and then um, yeah. Did born. they go directly to San Francisco? Yeah, yeah. One's from the north and one's from the south. So two two different uh, types of Filipinos. And, and they spoke. What? Oh, oh I was, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, and they spoke the same language. Uh, well, they have a common language, uh, a national common language, but they have two totally different. Uh, yeah, because there are a whole bunch of different languages in the Philippines, right? Yeah, it's like uh, you know that freaking uh, Thousand Island dressing. I think they got the name of that from from there and shit because it's like there's so many islands. Uh, yeah, 
<laughs> oh, that's where they get it from. Yeah, the Thousand Island, Thousand Island dressing from from the Philippines. <laughs> Ketchup and mayonnaise. Wow. <laughs> you know what they call that in Utah? Have you been to Utah? Yes. Yeah, that's the, they call it fry sauce. So Utah is one of the only places that has fry sauce. <laughs> now you can buy it in the store. But all it is is mayonnaise and, and ketchup. <laughs> well, so I guess I'll I'll know the the question to this Sophie's choice. It's going to be Bruce Lee or Chuck Norris. Definitely Bruce Lee. Yeah. Is there anyone in your life um, that would pick Chuck Norris over Bruce Lee that you know? Like, do you have any friends in your life that would pick Chuck Norris over Bruce Lee? Not that I know of. I, 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 I can maybe think of one person I know that would do that. Uh, it just makes no sense to me. <laughs> I, I love uh, Bruce Lee's uh, uh, the Tao of, of whatever he does. It's just all the philosophy he does. I apply that to a scratching. He's got such a great philosophy. Do you? So do you? You do apply that to your to your scratching to your? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Even yeah. all, all that stuff. You know, like you get the, uh, the the basketball wisdom. You get the tennis, uh, whatever this the. All, all, the, all the books that have all those weird philosophies, you apply that to scratching. So, was was uh, the were the Bruce Lee movies to you like how the Wu Tang movies were to RZA? Then, like, really influential? Uh, probably, yeah, I'm sure. Are you a Wu Tang fan? Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Have you done? Have you? Did anyone? Any Wu Tang Clan members using Cubert uh, scratching? Uh, not that I know. Of. I don't even think there's any scratching in there. But I know no. that. He, uh, yeah. Um. What you know that you? I was gonna do some useless knowledge. You know the that you know where the Godzilla scream. You know that scream. Uh, God, yeah, yeah, God, yeah. His scream. You know how they made that sound? It sounds like metal rubbing. It was. Uh, they took a. It had like a vinyl glove, and then like um, brushed it over like um strings of a of a stand-up bass or a cello wow. one of those and that's how they got the sound and then you know they did some mixing to it but that's where that godzilla scream came from i get it yeah that's that standard hey are you protective of your hands uh yes definitely, definitely. overly like are you overly protective of them do you think i have some uh, musician friends where they sleep with gloves on and stuff do you go that deep i should sometimes i but it's like uh i just keep my hands under the sheets i don't know and I mean, I feel like you're ambidextrous on the tables, but do you feel like you have a weaker hand than the than? Yeah, my left. I'm just learning my left now after all these thousands of years. So my right is like perfectly, really good, but my left is like I'm starting from scratch. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, <laughs> why are you supposed to be throwing in some sound effects? <laughs> are you are you competitive? Uh, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I, I shouldn't be, but uh, I, I, it's just in my nature. But then there's a part of me that's like, I right, forget being competitive. Let's be uh, collaborative. Ah, yeah, that's a great, that's a great philosophy. I, I feel like, yeah, I sometimes I feel like it's, I get competitive against myself. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I definitely want to outdo myself all the time. For sure that. Yeah, but then I, but I kind of like the way you, how you said, you know, not competitive, but like, because sometimes you ask, you have to collaborate with yourself because there you're there are different versions of yourself you know what i mean like you're when you were younger you had this uh, different energy than when you're in this other age or i think you need to collaborate all of those to keep yourself in whatever you're creating i think i don't know yeah I'm a philosopher but... yeah it's it's a poetry and and, and refining poetry like uh, making it rhyme in in more uh, uh magical spots 
Yeah, the magic. <laughs> My dog's name. Your dog's name's Magic? Yes. Oh, nice. What kind of dog is it? It is a um, Pomeranian uh, Yorkie. So a little guy. Yeah. yeah. A little or guy. girl. <laughs> oh, that's bigger than I thought. He was supposed to be a teacup. Uh, like a teacup, but then my girl is a uh, nutrition like specialist, or whatever, and she fed him like she feed, the dog eats better than us, by the way. <laughs> oh, like, you know, I wanted a little guy so that the poops can be small. Yeah. Then they have to go to the bathroom more. They do have to go to the bathroom more. More often. But if you're someone like Huber and he likes to go outside a lot, that's now when it's cold. I'm like, man, you got to. Get <laughs> yeah, you know Mark Twain's famous line about uh, San Francisco, right? Yeah, the, the coldest uh, summer I spent was in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, that's a great. He's he was brilliant, pretty brilliant, dude. Um, uh, how do you avoid? This is different than um, like the creative plateau. I'm thinking like, how do you avoid complacency? Like, how do you keep motivated to develop, whether it's something new or or anything like that? Oh yeah, I can hear it in my head how it's gonna sound, and if it's not coming out like the way I want it to sound, it's like, uh oh, gotta gotta keep practicing. It's a yeah. I mean, you do you still feel like you're practicing on your craft? Yes, forever. It's a it's a nonstop, nonstop. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Improvement. Yeah. I don't know. It's like a you know. It's like a staircase, right? It's like a, you go up and then you plateau. And it's like you enjoy that plateau, but it's all right. Time to go up again. And you plateau, and you know. Do you feel like you've reached the stage though that when you're like your practice is now just like. You don't have to make any conscious effort to practice. It's just now ingrained in you. Like I'm, pra I'm practicing. Or do you I have got, to? Yeah, it's like you. Yeah, it's just part of my life. I have to practice, or else everything falls apart. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh yeah, uh, have you experienced that somewhere in your life where you were, where you kind of got lackadaisical? Oh, yeah. Millions of times. Yes, yes. It's it was a lot of kicks in the ass for, uh, because of that. Do you fall into a mental depression at all? Like if you're not scratching. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah! Like if I let's say I'm playing video games, oh man, um, it it's definitely it, it sucks the life out of you, and, and so it's like now I switched the whole world, and now this is my video game. So it's like yeah. oh, next level, boom, boom. It's like all right, cool. So I'm done with video games. Oh, that's kind of something on a level I wanted to ask you. Do you see in scratches? You know what I mean? Like when you look at something, do you see that? Like as a scratch? Can you break that down to look like a scratch? Like a uh, certain, I guess. I mean, it's more like words, right? Like you're just thinking of the words coming out. It's like, how do you see those words? And I, you kind of really don't see them. But I'm like saying them right now. I'm not really seeing words. So it's like scratching is talking, is is communicating. So I don't know. I don't really see it as as visual, it's right? Like an internal thing with words. Yeah. I don't have. Go ahead. No, I. I, just, I that's that's a great question. I, I don't know. Is it quiet? Does it ever? Do you ever get quiet in your head? Uh, yeah, yeah. You got you gotta uh, uh do the meditation thing and clear your brain, or else you'll. Okay. So do you you have to meditate to get to that stage? So because is it if you're not if you don't do any meditating, like do, is there no is there constant like sounds and music going on in your head? Uh, no. You just kind of like if, now it's like okay, I get into that zone, and when that zone happens, you're just only that, and it's like. You know, you start hearing that sound. I guess yeah, I don't see it. I'm just hearing it. And there's a, like a, a, a what do you call it? A third ear that's that's listening. Oh, I never. Yeah, that makes sense. Brain. I've never heard that term, but that makes absolute sense. Third ear. That's been something that um, my wife, the Adrian's been uh, 
really focused on because our son, he's uh, 14, 13, 14, but he constantly got music going. So he's always making music, but he's like, yeah, music always goes on in his head. He can, he's just always humming, like tapping his finger. Oh, what a gift. Great gift. Yeah. Yeah. You know when he's coming because you can hear him way before you see him. Yep. You can hear him coming always. (laughs) What did you say? What does he play? Everything. Oh, wow. He's playing the bass. The guitars, the yes, piano, yeah. he right. started the drums, he does Ooh. Ableton on the computer, and he just got a synth for his birthday. Damn, that's dope. So, yeah, he's, yeah, it's, he's uh, having fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, and that's what it is, too. Like, you can see that he he just loves it. Yeah, it's really cool. That's an alien octopus. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I like, I, I had this content. I was like, I thought that the stylus up on his head and, like, Hilarious. That's what it's called, right? A, st- a stylus? Oh, that's the uh, tone arm. Oh, the tone arm. Is This is the stylus, right? Where the needle... Uh, that's the head shell. Oh, the actual needle is the stylus, right? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's, you're right. The, the actual needle is a stylus. I watched a documentary on vinyls on vinyl today. This It was like a 14-minute documentary, but holy shit. I, there's so much I had no idea about. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm still learning about all that stuff, too. Yeah, he this. It, I should. I'm. I'm gonna send you this link because it was really cool. Because the dude broke it down with, and there's like animated graphics about. Because basically, what he's arguing is the sound of digital and analog. But to do that, he wanted to show the differences. But he goes into deep, like with all the grooves and like. I, it's, it's pretty awesome, and it's only 14 minutes, so it's like a, I learned so much from it. Wow. Um, uh, how about uh, Grandmaster Flash or Grand Wizard Theodore? Woo! Uh, I mean, geez, I guess Graham was a Theodore just because he invented scratching, but they're both my dogs. Yeah, is he? So is Theodore technically? I mean, he's the one that you know started that kind of invented the scratch, right? In hip hop, yeah. But yeah. then we were doing sound effects back in uh, like you ever seen Astro Boy? Oh yeah. Yeah, they had they had the little yeah. little not really um, hip hop scratching because just right. Doing, sound effects moving the tape across oh you know so during the intro i was explaining to my wife how i first like scratching was like the first thing that i I, my first discovery of scratching was that that uh herbie hancock and 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 grandmaster dxt what what's the name of that song i could not do you uh, remember the name of that song i was trying to tell my wife what it is the uh what do you call it uh rocket yes I, yeah. And I, I, I wanted to try to home for, but yeah, you got. I, I mean, it's a sound that everyone's heard. Yeah, but I feel like that was probably one of the first times, like that scratching was like on national television. Ooh, yes, uh, I saw it on Saturday Night Live when they were on that show. I was like, "What the hell is that?" I, I didn't even see turntips. I didn't know know what he was using. I, I, I had no clue. But you picked up your brain, like connected to that automatically. Is that where you first started to find Just the love? Just I, I, it's it's almost as if my 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 brain couldn't digest that, so I didn't see a turntable. All I all I saw was this, and I didn't see that he was actually touching a turntable. So did you search for that, or did it you just go away? From I mean, it and then come back to it. We'll search back then. It was just that TV show was there and gone. There was no um, internet. Well, I mean, like, were you on a quest to find the sound that you oh, heard? Yeah. yeah, it took forever to find that sound. I'm like, what is that? And yeah, 
Yeah, I feel like a lot that was a lot of people's experience that from that that rocket song like that like the use of it was so perfect. It, I don't, it blew, I remember it just blowing my mind. When it when you did find out that that's what it was, did you hijack your parents' turntable? <laughs> Absolutely, yes. And I, then just start <laughs> with their records. Yeah, I mean, I had a turntable too. It was a um, kind of like had a, a thing in the middle where all the records uh, they stack and one drops down after the next. You ever seen that? No. Yeah, it's a it's a um, it's like a like see how there's a spindle here. Uh-huh. Back in the days, they had one that was really long and it was kind of curved at an angle. And you'd stack like a whole bunch of records on it, and then uh, one one record would drop at the bottom. Boom, needle go and play that record and then after um that record would be done it go and the next thing would drop down the needle will go yeah. back and play it. and that was just a normal thing and so is that what you started scratching on originally yes yes, yes. <laughs> on yours yeah yeah my uh my friend was a beat uh a breaker and he was, he was like, look at this, look at this. I was like, oh shit, you're not rubbing the needle across the, the record. Someone, another kid was like, he came over to my house. I was like, dude, dude you, you ever hear about scratching? Can you do it? He was like, yeah, I can do that. And he came to my house and he grabbed the needle and went rah, rah, rubbed across the, the record. I was like, oh, that's not that cool. And then my other friend finally showed me, it was like this. And I went home all day. I like, <laughs> How old were you? 15. Oh, awesome. Yeah, that's spending that time too. That's like, do you have fond memories of that? Like of that time when you just were discovering scratching and all of that, what you got to learn from that? And... Yeah, luckily for me, it was, uh, everything was super basic and I was learning, uh, I was battling like I, I, um, I, I, I got that scratch and then uh, I was like, oh wow, I could, I could battle anybody now. I could battle anybody. <laughs> And I, I would go to hang out with other DJs and I would look and then they would they would do something a little more advanced. Like they would grab the fader. Like they didn't have a fader that had a knob and they would go, what, what, wooga, wooga, what, what, what? And, then, and I was like, oh, my God, that guy totally beat me. But I learned something from it. Yeah. And then um, I met Mixmaster Mike and then I was like, oh, man, I'm going to take this guy out. So I'm like, what, what, wooga, what, what, what? And then Mike was like, let me try it. And he went. What, 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 I had a good time getting an ass beating because I was learning something. So I was always looking forward to a, to a fight where I would learn something. Well, that, that, that's, that's your, I mean, that's a good philosophy though. Like a lot of people would just like, if something like that happened, they just cower, you know, like a lot of people have that, they go like, oh, I'll never be able but like you took it to be like, oh shit, I'm gonna, I'm gonna advance that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I learned something from it. Uh, you know, you gotta take it to the next level. So. Has that been a quality you've had your whole life? Well, my uh, luckily my mother was a uh, the queen of recruiting for Mary Kay Cosmetics for like five years in a row. Oh wow! And so she would listen to these tapes all the time, and it was it would be like, you're the best. You can do anything. You like can- Tony Robbins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I, I, the, all that stuff was going into my head, and I, I would, um, I would apply that to scratching as a young kid. But so you, but you, that, yeah, not even joking, right? That's you're serious. That was you were, you were hearing a lot of that, like that self empower, that you know, empower yourself by saying self empowerment. Yes, yes, absolutely. That's what you call it. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. You listen to a Zig Ziglar and all those guys, and uh, it was, it was a, um, 
it was a great thing because I would I would you know get get ready to to go to school and park in the parking lot and take a nap and not go to school but right, right before that I would be hearing all that stuff I was gonna ask about that if that was hard to get through school once you found your turntable <laughs> I was defiant in school that whole sister I was I, I I hated school I uh except for psychology that was interesting when I went to college that was dope and the gym was nice lunch but all that other shit, history. Like, what do you need that for? <laughs> um, did, did, oh, go ahead. Real quick, did you ever end up getting a Mary Kay record? No, no, that's <laughs> that is interesting. I wonder if there even is one. What's a Mary Kay record? Well, that's a. I mean, they probably didn't make records, but they had the tapes that he was listening to. Oh, in the car. yeah. Mary Kay was like a. I know. I remember. Yeah. Makeup selling thing. And that's legit too. Your your mom was really like. Did she love Mary Kay? Was she out oh, there like pushing it? Oh, even till now, my God, yes. Is Mary Kay still around? Uh, she passed away. Oh, a line is still there. Yeah, yeah. I remember just seeing those. Like everyone's car had the Mary Kay stickers on the back of them. Yeah. Oh my God, I even had a, my my first car. My mom left the freaking sticker on there. So it, uh, <laughs> I would drive around at high school, and on the back of the back of the car would say, uh, "Ask me about Mary Kay cosmetics." <laughs> Every time I got out of the car, like, yo, Q, I need some lipstick, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad that you've said that. I, I like to ask people because I don't get to ask this, this newer generation this question, but what was your first car? Uh, let's see. She gave me a, uh, what the hell was it? It was like a red, a burgundy uh, Buick. Uh, shit, that's a good question. Because they gave they gave her free cars. She even got a pink. Oh, she oh, was, she was way up there then. Oh, yeah, she was a queen of recruiting for for the whole United States. Like we went uh, to uh, uh, Texas, and she had like a beauty pageant and all that stuff. And um, yeah, so she got the the small cars and and a couple pink Cadillacs. It was crazy. Oh, wow. yeah. Did you ever get to drive around one of those pink Cadillacs? My friends still say that today. Like I knew Q since the freaking <laughs> pink Cadillac. <laughs> yeah that's awesome i love i love i love uh i i love asking i love like knowing what people's first cars are or what their favorite cars are but that's like a, something that's kind of gone away i think because like it seems like this generation doesn't really care that or all cars are the same now but it seemed like that was a big thing back in the day for some reason i guess that's maybe uh, uh geographical too like if you grew up in the like in the city you didn't do much driving I'm waiting for the uh, new, uh, they have these new electric trucks coming out soon. I can't wait for mm -hmm. them. And they're supposed to actually look like a truck. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I kind of don't. Do you like that? Do you like that, like, uh, futuristic design on, on things? Are you into that or? Not that, not, I mean, I do have a Tesla, but I don't have, I mean, that, that truck Tesla, I, I wouldn't mind it, but I'd rather have a, a car that's, like, uh, electric and a car that's, like, uh, gas, too. You yeah. know a hybrid. Let's say the government, uh, uh, I don't know, they just turned the grid off and you fucking can't charge it or some shit. And then, right. right. Yeah, that's my worry about the electric cars. I yeah. kind of worry about that. Well, you just have to have your own panel. You have to have your own way to charge. Yeah, but that's expensive right. as hell. Yeah, I know. yeah, but I'm thinking, you know, they just turned the whole fucking system off. Like, oh, you can't even drive that car. So, oh, yeah. right, because it's all in the computers and yeah, interconnected. Yeah, we're through. So, well, I like the look of those. Ooh, yeah. 
Yeah, I like Tesla. I like I like the look of those cars. They're, they're kind of they're cool. Looking. Do you have the one with the suicide doors? Is that what? You uh, no, no, that's the X. I have I have the one where you can. Uh, well, I have the where you could. It drives by itself. That way, I can practice. <laughs> I have. <laughs> Just like high school, you can go take a nap <laughs> while the car is driving. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you paid for the uh, ten thousand dollar upgrade, I think the car can now drive itself. Like you could just actually take a nap. I'm not sure. I think I, I think that I have seen it. You can. I think it's technically illegal, though, right? To allow the car to be 100% driving on its own. Yeah. Yeah. Would but... you be confident enough in the capability of the car to get you to where you want to go? I would have to test it out and just let it do itself like a couple times and be like, oh, shit, this is actually driving itself. But I mean, with the way it is now, I, I like how it drives, but every couple minutes you got to touch the steering wheel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let, but it, it fun on far long trips. Boy, this that Tesla is my my favorite car in the world. Yeah, I bet. How how far can you get how far can you go on that before you have to charge? Ooh, let's see. Nowadays, oh man, I can go I think halfway to LA from San Francisco and then charge and then go to LA. Do they have like quick charging stations or something? Yeah, they're all over now. It's like yeah, Tesla took over. How long does it take for like a quick charge? Like if you pull into, if you need to get a charge to get to your rest of your road, how long will you have to sit there for? Well, if if you go off an empty tank, they always have a charging station right at a supermarket or like a whatever a mall, or something, someplace nice where you can just go in the mall and get food and come back to the car after forty five minutes. Your car is ready to do. Oh, full tank. Oh, cool. well, have you ever, do you ever plan on going cross country or long distance in it? Yeah, I've I've done a lot of a. Uh, um, uh, traveling through California, but I never, uh, you know what? I might go to the Grand Canyon just because I want to okay. see the canyon again. It looks crazy. You ever been to the Grand Canyon? We've been by it. We drive by it all the time. But we've oh. never. <laughs> Stop at it? No. So oh my God, it is crazy. When we're going by it, it's usually the middle of winter. And the one, the area I think that we usually go by is the north. And that's normally closed for winter. Damn. But we tried to get there once, and then I ended up. Do you remember that? I ended up in like some closed. I went way off. Oh, <laughs> some shit. closed gates and some snow, and then <laughs> had to backtrack. And I just said, "Never mind." I'm the navigator in the family. Nice, <laughs> thanks. Except, except I, oh, go ahead. I'm just saying it's weird. The Grand Canyon's like, whoa, what the fuck? It's crazy. Would it's you weird. ever t take one of those like mule trips down it? No. No. <laughs> I would. Good idea. Maybe I will next time. It'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wh uh, what about uh, Jazzy J or Jazzy Jeff? Oh, I love both of those guys. Why are you doing that to me? Jazzy <laughs> Jeff. <because laughs> Jazzy Jeff came out with the, the, some crazy-ass scratches on a, on a song called The Magnificent uh, Jazzy Jeff on his first album. And that just, like, exploded my brain. That was, like... Uh, you, hear, you can hear transforming on there. You can hear chirping on there. You can hear uh, some weird scratches on there. Boy, he came out with a lot of innovative type of things. Oh, let me let me ask this because that time that this is all you know. This obviously is way pre-internet. How how was um first of all how was everybody learning new scratching? Was that just from like uh, going to this the battles and and like clubs or stuff or? And then how was how was the name like how were the names getting like how was the information of like the names of each scratch or each particular scratch and stuff how was that getting about because it's not like you could text someone like oh, I just did like this the transforming or the chirp or you know or whatever like how how was that information being 
mixed amongst all of the DJs? Uh, VHS tapes of, of battles, the, the scratching on records. And uh, oh, what would happen? Could like what would happen? Like someone would make a VHS tape, and then like that tape would get passed around, and like people would. No, I, I meant the uh, the the battles. Like somebody would come right. in and film a DJ battle, like the world uh, new music seminar, and they'd videotape like Cash Money versus uh, Joe Cooley type of thing, and uh, it would get around, and it'd be all a dub of a dub of a dub, and it's super grainy, but you can hear what's going on. It's it, it's it's amazing. So Great. that's kind of like the way skateboarding tricks happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Any information, because there was no internet back then. It was just, yeah. oh, got the tape. Wow, it's gold. And, yeah, because yeah. I, I did a, uh, an interview with uh, Ron Allen. Um, you know, he's up not, out in that way. No, no, he's not in San Francisco. But anyway, he's you know, open, pro, so. pro skater Ron Allen. Um, but I, I was asking him about that. How does the name of tricks, like how are people knowing like the names of tricks? How is that getting out and about? Because it was happening, like people were calling the same trick, you know, the same names, but they weren't riding together. That's something that's always been interesting to me. I mean, I remember the time when there wasn't internet, but you do. <laughs> yeah, we like Jackass. Uh, the guys from Jackass said that we were the first ones to uh, have a video of us scratching it that came out before Jackass. Uh, what was it called Turntable TV? And in those videos, we would be like, "Oh, this scratch is called that." Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. It's that. Oh. Because yeah, a lot of the scratching out, I mean, that's stuff you guys created, right? Uh, not all of it, but a, a lot of it. Well, uh, well, how about the, how about um, shortcut or cut chemist? Shortcut. He's in my crew. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Did you ever do any of that um, drawing on your vinyl? Uh, well, let me think about that. I think there was one where we didn't have an artist and we had to make it ourselves. It was called a. Uh, Dirt style deluxe shampoo. We kind of cut out pictures of us wearing different masks and just kind of pasted it together. That was like our worst record cover, but it sold a whole lot though. <laughs> a punk rock kind of thing. Yeah, know. like a zine. Yeah, the, the quality of the record was amazing, but the cover was like so shitty. Does that, because I, I see sometimes people tagged on their, like the vinyl, Does it, it doesn't affect the, the play or anything. Uh, not on, not on the. Uh, oh yeah, on the whole. Yeah, record. I've seen someone had like tagged with a white marker, like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hear it just like little miniature pops or whatever, but right. You can't really hear it. Were you, are you? Are you? Did you do a graph or anything? Um, writing or anything? Just my tag, my name and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I know on your um, on that logo that's behind you. Yeah, East Three. Uh, well, it's backwards. It looks like. It's, only on your screen on what you're seeing because it's right on ours okay okay because yeah. i did this that at the end of it that wild style that you know that that's what one of his tentacles are is that little right there in the corner oh, yeah. the little arrow yes. um uh, i like give i like sharing useless knowledge sometimes so here's a, just another useless knowledge but uh did you know worldwide uh seven lego sets are sold every second Whoa! <laughs> Are you? In... Go ahead. No, I was gonna say that the, uh, I think the uh, Atari video game uh, adventure is that what is it, forty thousand dollars or something just for the video game, the cartridge. Oh wow! Yeah. Did you ever uh, play Adventure on Atari? I I I can't picture what it is. I mean, I love we love I love the Atari. I just can't I can't picture what the game was. It's like a you're you're a a, a little square dot and you go around looking for a key and you look for this chalice and you've got you got to watch out for these dragons and you go through all these mazes and 
for these three castles. That sounds familiar to me. I'm mostly uh, there was a game called Jumpman, but it wasn't on Atari. But it was one of the floppy, the old. Oh, yeah, you guys are super young, so yeah. You know that just reminds me, and this is again way off topic, but we had an Atari for a second. I don't know how we got it or why we had it, but it had Pong. Oh. And I remember trying so hard at that dumb game, <laughs> and I could never get it, which is probably why I still can't. Yeah, but play like, playing games. Pong and playing Fortnite are like worlds apart. Well, I, don't, <laughs> I won't play either. I can, there's too many buttons now on games. Are you are you not a gamer at all? I used to be. Woo! Now it's just, this is the video game right here. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine that you would be good at the game though, but is it it's a different uh, muscle memory maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I was I got I was so good at video games, Street Fighter and and uh, Resident. Oh. I I was really good and um but I was like what am I doing? I'm not creating you know, like the the goal of of life is to create heaven on earth and that's not you're not doing it by playing video games. And some people do. Some people go out there and you know, they go in the the uh, uh the circuit and it's like you're ki kicking ass and that's that's dope but I, right. I wasn't born for that <laughs> yeah yeah and you're talking just leisurely because i feel the same way like I, I i love the concept like playing games they're fun but I, like about 10 15 minutes into playing i'm like i should be drawing right now like i shouldn't be uh, wasting hurt. my time doing this give me a headache i'm like what am i doing yeah but I'm not, yeah, like you said, I'm not knocking anyone that does get off on. It's fine. <laughs> so those people, that's fun to, to yeah. make career out of video games. Um, how often do you buy new clothes? Woo. Uh, recently, because of the pandemic, not that much. Do you uh, have specific shops that you like to go to, though, right in town, like local? Uh, I don't know. Sometimes, like, like this, sometimes we make our own clothes. This says yeah. uh, Rumble. This is about to go on DJCuber.com in a couple days for the Thanksgiving oh. deal. Good to know. Yeah. A special code? Not I don't this may not be out yet, but is there a special code? Oh, uh, you could um you could use um Twitch. Twitch will be the secret code for okay. for the nine percent discount. Yeah, I like that thudrubble.com. I like that site. You guys got a good like a you got a good amount of stuff like for people to get their hands on. Yeah, yeah. Fun. I just bought the um the four the um uh, team six uh the four pack with the art where the art lines up oh yeah uh yeah. yeti fresh wow yeah, is just, that a shirt or no four hard? four vinyl yeah oh, the okay. vinyl four the four pack yeah yeah it's a good great uh um, he's the uh what do you call it? ren and stimpy of hip-hop he's in that camp uh with bob camp they're uh, <laughs> bob camp is right bob camp is the uh ren and stimpy artist <clears throat> oh yeah he's with that whole crew and shit what is the website again thudrumble.com or thudrumble.com oh yeah sorry yeah yeah but i mean doesn't djcubert.com go right to it yes yes it's the same thing but some people don't don't know how to spell thudrumble yeah <laughs> they won't i'm not laughing you just I, can't, I can't smell i can't, you can't spell, spell either <laughs> you can't spell or smell <laughs> no, i can smell uh <laughs> i loved the game cubert i played it all the time is there is there a correlation between the two or Oh, nah, you know, I'll tell you a story though, but um, at that time there was Pac-Man, Dig Dug, and and Qbert. And so uh, my last name started with a Q and everyone called me Qbert. It was like the dumbest shit ever. And then later I found out the video game Qbert is like this one character with this big old nose. And if you look at all the characters that he's trying to avoid, they're actually little 
snots. They're, little... they're not snakes? Yeah, that snake is actually like, you know, when you pull a booger out, they're just these guys you got to avoid, but they're all snots. And so the actual name was supposed to be called Booger. <laughs> they can't name a video game Booger. So they, let's just call it Qbert. So my name is DJ Booger. <laughs> That's actually a good DJ name, though, DJ Booger. <laughs> it worked for the guy in Nerds. Yeah, I loved Booger and Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what what music do you listen to um, for pleasure? Like, what kind of music? Indian classical, for sure, and uh, and classical, classical like uh, Chopin and. Uh, um, Mozart and Bach. Oh, yeah, yeah, because that's super inspiring music too. Yep. It's along along with you know hunting for funk breaks. You know, I, I kind of listen to it all until I find shit like, oh shit, I'm taking that. Is your listening usually for work or for pleasure? It's to learn, like to to uh, like, oh, I could. That's a great pattern. Oh, that's a great uh, musical um, composition. Oh, I can I could use that in my music and. and Kind of like uh, they won't not, they'll never know because I'm just like taking that concept and, and switching around with scratching. So they're never going to know that I took it from whoever Beethoven or some shit. <laughs> Are you able to listen to music without breaking it down? Oh, um, oh yeah. But but if I'm if I'm like uh, I'm always conscious of of learning. So I love learning. So I like I like breaking stuff down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, what uh, what did you want to be when you were when you were growing up? Was what, what did you? Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, probably some kind of like astronaut or something. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, go to outer space, that type of shit. Have you? Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, would you go now that they have seats available? <laughs> Hell's yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now I'm so into outer space stuff and, and conspiracy things, and I love listening to all the uh, the uh, uh, um. The whistleblowers that have like bases on Mars and bases uh, on, on uh, Jupiter and on the backside of the moon and things like that. I, it's I'm, I'm like, I, I kind of do that mostly. At have, you, have you always had like intergalactic uh, interest? Yeah, ever since I was seven years old, I was into UFOs and, and, and you know, outer space beings and, and the way they live on other planets and stuff. And it, it's a beautiful thing when you can when you see how like wow they're, they're so like advanced over there it's like well we got to be like that over here and so it's a it's a it's an amazing thing to see the futuristic side of things and bring that into this world it's like wow why not yeah. do you feel like you've ever had an experience with like, an extraterrestrial or a ufo or anything like that i've seen a lot of ufos uh in the hills when i look up uh, I'll, I'll sometimes i'll lie down I had a swimming pool and I would lie down in the swimming pool and I would be like, what the hell are those things moving in the sky? And then uh, there was this one time I was uh, lying down on the couch. I was looking out into the sky and I, I saw three dots and they, they were just spinning. And they just spun out into space. I was like, whoa, that is definitely not not a plane or anything. Or It was crazy. This is way before drones, too, and all that. Yeah. Do you have uh, do you have any weird phobias? Uh, oh, jeez, phobia. Sometimes nasty, disgusting stuff. It's it, it's fascinating to me now. It's like, huh, there's a beauty in this ugliness. I, I don't know. 
Yeah, what, I... what, like a logie or what? Ew. What do you mean? <laughs> What's a logie? Well, they call them logies. They in Utah they call them logies. You know, like a snotty spit, a logie. Like that. You said disgusting, and that's the first thing I thought of. As kids, we were like, we were proud. Yo, Chicago, let's let's have a spit contest. We would spit, and then you know the guys would always say, "Wait till I get some good logies." Huh? Yeah, oh logies. So it was like it was okay. Is that so? You find the beauty in that kind of a? As a kid, it was just ghetto to have. <laughs> you gotta have good loogies if you want to win a spit competition. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> What's your phobia? I'm afraid of spiders. Well, that was not a bizarre one. I'm just, I, I, spiders, I just can't, I, I don't know why. I just, I don't like I them. Be, I used to be afraid of spiders until I found out they get rid of all the mosquitoes and all that other shit. Uh, yeah, I know how great they are, so I don't kill them, but I but I just don't, I don't like them. <laughs> I don't like the ones that, uh, they're like super colorful and they're big and they just, Kind of hang out there in the bushes of the yard, and like, oh man, oh, um, orb, orb spy, orb weavers, whatever. Yeah, they have. There's a billion species of that. It's like, oh man, imagine falling. And they're massive. Yeah, my fear is like walking into one of those webs, or and they're just sitting right there in that web, and like it would just be right on your face. <laughs> um, do you do you have a favorite word? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Mine's like I used to be fuck. I've dropped fuck quite a bit. You know, that's good. That's good. Uh, my my girl is like, you gotta stop swearing. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's a. They say it's a form. It's a form of um, uh, uh, unintelligent. Unintelligence. That's, <laughs> you know, that's not even a word. <laughs> you better just keep saying. Yeah, it. I'll just yeah, I'll just keep saying. That. <laughs> hey, what's something that you'll never understand? Uh, ooh. Sometimes when there's like a, a conspiracy theory that's like right in front of your face, it's not even a conspiracy theory anymore. It's kind of like proven and then people don't believe it still. That type of uh, shit. Like, what? Come on, man. P-Funk P or Thelonious Monk? Ooh. I would go Thelonious Monk just because I learned so much scratching from that guy. And he he had his own rules. He didn't care. And I used to watch documentaries of him, and yeah, he was real, like, super offbeat, but onbeat, and I learned a lot from him because of that. Yeah, I, when I first saw that Straight No Chaser documentary, I, like, yeah, I just, wow. everything about him is is incredible. He's, like, he's one of those people that, that, um, that people, like, would go, like, oh, he's crazy. You know, they just dismiss it as craziness, not realizing it's brilliance. It's, a, it's, it's brilliance. It's just so much the human we weren't given enough to be able to handle all that brilliance yes 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 yeah he was the pianist right yes and, he, and it's incredible it's just incredible what he it's fantastic it's beautiful <laughs> how, how did buckethead end up on the wave twisters album he just came over to my house and, and was like i want to be on it i want to be on it i'm like i can't because everything is scratching he's like no come on man all right all right <laughs> yeah, you know when I was when I first was hearing that, I didn't even realize that it was guitar. I thought it was scratching. <laughs> uh, it could have been. I should have just scratched this. Stuff. <laughs> Are you friendly with him then? Uh, I love him with all my heart. He's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, he's brilliant. I don't see much. I don't know what he's up to these days. So I, I don't. I don't know. But... Last I heard is he was the guitarist for uh, Guns N' Roses, and he uh, kind of like started to not like it or something. Like that. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, he's a, like, he's a phenomenal talent, too. Yeah, he sounds like a fax machine. 
Yeah. Well, uh, um, Rob Swift or Ken Swift? Ooh. Oh, man. That's apples and oranges big time. Uh... Whoa. <laughs> now, I, would, I guess I would go with Rob just because it's, it's DJing. Yeah. And my wife, I'm sure, doesn't know, but Ken Swift's uh, uh, a break. Uh, he's a breaker. Okay. I, I learned so much from Ken Swift, though. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you the type to hit up a farmer's market? Oh, yeah. Every, uh, my girl just came from a farmer's, mar- farmer's market uh, this morning. You guys have an awesome one, probably, right? Where you guys are. <laughs> yeah, they're all over. And she yeah. knows uh, the farmers. They all say, hey, how you, how you doing, I And they, they get her the little specials. And it sounds like you guys grow a lot of your own food, from what you just said. Yeah, absolutely. Have you, so you guys... Are able? Are you able to do that year round in San Francisco? Uh, now, now we are. We were, we're we started small and then we're, we're growing and growing and now I'm gonna build another area for all that food and, and we're just gonna we're trying to we're doing our best to get off the grid is the goal. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what's most? What's something that most people don't know about San Francisco? That there's areas that it's hot. They think it's cold over here, but it's like just drive ten minutes south. It's freaking ridiculously hot. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, did you have any early TV crushes? Like someone that was on TV? Did you crush on anyone? I guess who's that girl? Uh, uh, Alyssa Milano when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Ed or Mr. Potato Head? Mr. Ed. <laughs> Do you have a secret that you'll take to the grave with you? Or are you an open book? I, I, I'm coming out with a new series called uh, The. I'm not, I'm not sure what it's going to be called. It might be uh, the Tao of Turntablism or the Tao of Turntables. And I'm, I'm going to throw all the secrets in there. Nice. I'm, every time I put a secret out, I get a new one from the universe. So it's like, oh, shit. I love it. A little bit of karma there, huh? That's right. It's, it's awesome. That just means you're constantly learning and growing. Oh, forever. There's no stopping that. And then do you, do you, how do you travel? Do you travel light or do you pack everything? Oh, I try to travel light. Absolutely. It's easier. It makes it easier to travel. Yeah, backpack and um, I do. I do try to bring um my own mixer, and then I have the promoter bring a turntable so I can practice in the hotel room. That's about it. And uh, uh what's the longest stint that you have spent away from home? Woo! Uh, man, I don't know, like six months, three months, something like that, four months. I don't even know. I forgot. Is that hard for you? Do you do you or do you mind it? Oh, uh, it was uh. It was tough for me, but um, if you watch the DMC 1992, you can see I was like a, a little bit out of shape. And then DMC 93, I got super skinny because I, I was trapped in the Philippines for uh, four to six months or something like that. And it's so hot there that I just sweated everything out. And that was a blessing. Yeah, a blessing for me, kind of. Right. Detox. Yeah, totally. And the, what's retirement look like for you? Is there such thing? There is no such thing. Right. So uh, you see these jazz musicians and, and uh, like, look at Picasso, the, the painter. He's, he didn't retire. Yeah. You love what you're doing. There's no retiring. That's right. You're not. Yeah, there's no. I mean, retiring is retiring from work. If you if you enjoy what you're doing, it ain't work. Right. <laughs> um, uh, are are oh, what was your first job? Ooh, uh, my father was a, a civil engineer and he would build a. Uh, he would finish houses like we would make cabinets and put the doors in and and he uh like this i don't know if you can see it the, the octagon he built the octagon and he built half of the house that we're living in and um man he um i would help him all the time 
and uh, he would he would beat my ass. So he was like a, a very how you call it. Um, he taught me a lot of discipline and stuff. Yeah. Don't sit down at the job. Come on. Yeah. I was like, wow. I was, I was a. I learned a lot of uh, 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 to be a man and shit. Was he paying? Was he paying you? Yeah. Yeah. He oh. would. I, was, I need to buy something. I just paid you. Yeah. Thanks to, for the two bucks. Yeah. Was it stressful? Oh yes, it was stressful. But now I, I look back at it and it's like I, I'm glad he did that because there's some kids that don't have that father figure and they turn out kind of different. Yeah, I worked for my dad. He was the same way. He was, you know, Samoan man, and, and oh uh, yeah, it was hard work. <laughs> like it was, and he was a bricklayer, and I was this hot tender, and yeah, it was. Nice, nice. That's real work, and you know, but that, I, but it was like I think that's what the dads want to instill that hard work ethic into you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And this was before uh, they had that law where the parents uh, are, it's illegal for them to beat you. So yeah. this is way before that. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, there, I guess I've issued, but I would have liked that law a few times when I was younger. <laughs> Reinstate that. <laughs> All right, I'm going to wrap up with two, two, two questions here. What three, actually. Is there anything that most people don't, um, that don't know about you that you think would be surprising to them? Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh. Uh. I don't know. I always talk about it like a uh, alcohol kind of like makes me slower. Ah. Uh. Do you do you like to drink? Do you mind drinking at all? Hell yeah, I like drinking. Yeah. Oh. Like um, I, I lose a day of practice, so I try not to drink at all. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then I like to wrap up with a trivia question. Uh, this is something new I'm gonna do on my show. Um, so I'm gonna ask you. Uh, are do you want it to be easy, medium, hard, or are you feeling brave? Uh, the most difficult. Okay. You're feeling brave. Here we go. What should a caviar spoon be made of? A miniature vacuum that goes right into your mouth. <laughs> Well, the great answer. It's not the right one because it's supposed to be a mother of pearl to avoid tainting, <laughs> to avoid tainting the taste of the caviar. Wow. My, 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 what I, my, the final thing I do before I um, set you up with, with you know, being able to um, promote whatever you're doing is I have a, a, a final philosophical question that I like to close with. Um, are you? But the question is, well, I already know the answer to this one to you what your answer is going to be because the question is going to be are we alone in the solar system so i'm going to change the question who is the red worm oh the red worm is a um, clone of lord ook and um yeah he's kind of like uh, the uh, the the main clone i guess that that uh, they go to these um these different planets and they try to turn it into like an ai kind of place or a they weaponize the food, you know. He's like the bad guy and stuff. Yeah, so the red the red worm is an antagonist. He's a bad guy, yeah. Okay. What's in the future for yourself? What's something that um, everyone needs to know about DJ Qbert? Uh, what can we promote? What can we what can we discuss for people? Yeah, there's an album I just came out with. Uh, it's called Wave Twister Zero. It's free on DJQbert.com. And then our, I'm coming out with a another uh, a side project of that. It's called uh wave twisters the lost encounters that's almost done and then there's um uh, another project i'm doing with uh the os gemios twins you know them i don't know if i do no they're the artists they're really famous in, in brazil 
I was Jamos, and he did the cover for me. And so that's another album I'm coming out with. Awesome. Yeah. Where, where, do, where do you prefer people to get uh, DJ Qbert information from? What's the preferred method? If you go on my Discord, um, if my Discord is on my on my Instagram. Like if you see my Instagram, there's a link to my Discord. All the, all the latest updates just go there. Do you manage that Discord, or is the fan is it fan base management? Uh, uh, I do, and also uh, we have like a I have a, a, a partner that helps manage it too. I don't understand Discord. I'm, I, 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 my kids are into. I just, I can't. I, I, have, I haven't wrapped my head around it yet. Yeah, I, I didn't get it at first, but it's like, oh shit, there's a lot of cool little things you could do on here. It's worth it, right? I mean, it's worth. You, you know, this is how you, you get you get to more uh, more audience or more people. This is how you connect. You, you should you shouldn't be against it. Yeah, everything. It's like, uh, it's like, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of weird. It's like, uh, yeah, fuck those ovens, man. I right. matches and shit. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you, so you're open to you're open to uh, uh i know i said it was the last there's one this is it. you're open to um uh like new technology being introduced to scratching and all of that yeah yeah it's like yeah, fuck these toilets man it's all about the fucking leaves and shit <laughs> well man it was such an awesome pleasure to to, to talk with you Kubert. I, I appreciate you uh joining us on the show Thank you. Thank you, Adrian. Bye. So nice to meet you. Here, guys. Have a great one. Peace. Bye-bye. Well, there you have it. There was our conversation with Cubert. Uh, 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 he was super nice, super friendly, and I wasn't joking. He looked like he was 30. I know. And I was, because everyone says that to him, because he, he does. He looks like he's, like, I look old. Well, <laughs> plus he's got a young spirit, too. He's high energy, you know. Yeah, I feel that. I wonder, is it is it not proper to say it could uh, that it might, you know, it's also probably the Asian genes? I don't know. Is it gen- like, because I want to say genetics, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I think genes play a part in how you age. Yeah, that's a bad thing. Some some people age better than others, and but I don't it, know if it's all. I I don't think you're generalizing, or if that's you're what I meant. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want it to sound like I'm generalizing. It just it hey, seems. But if that's a, I mean, I don't think that's a bad thing. Would it be? I don't know. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, we're we, well, everything. We, you know, it's I'm a, always trying to be uh, respectful. And, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, and uh, yeah. I just. Um, when I was watching videos of him, I just, I liked his energy. Uh, uh, yeah. You know what I wanted to ask him is what he's doing with these NFTs. Is he creating audio for them or art? Or I, how does that work for a DJ? Well, that's what like Chesky and uh, AWOL one and th- those guys, they're making those um, NFTs and they're the member the cards with their music. It's like a, um, the music's with some artwork. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hope that I forgot to ask. Yeah, Dibs when we called me and we were talking about that, and I was like, okay, let's not discuss, let's keep that secret. And then I blabbered it out. <laughs> oh, the thing you told on here? <laughs> yeah, maybe that gets cut. I don't know. Um, yeah, that was cool. It was, uh, I, I, when, I, when I was thinking about having a discussion with him, I know that he, when he does his show, he's just like scratching. 
like when, when oh, during the pandemic they yeah. were doing like uh, uh, a podcast a, thing it was kind of like that yeah and he would just be scratching while they were talking very much like when a person when you're talking to a person on the guitar or you mm-hmm, know and, and they're mm-hmm. just playing the guitar and i was kind of thinking it would be cool to be able to hear because it was really cool to watch but i don't know if we were having sound issues because he was you could see right. sometimes he would go to, to well it was like his fidget spinner because he would be mixing like uh just turning the turntable and playing with the knobby things <laughs> the fader yeah, and the, so yeah, like the knobby the, things um a fidget spinner <laughs> it was like a, a way to just keep your mind intact while you're talking to someone well yeah he was awesome to talk to it was nice of him to uh, join us on the show um i you know here's the drawing uh it's super not detailed How what it? are you gonna do you, how are you well, just the, it's that quick shading. I want to, you know, give it some good shading if he's actually going to end up using it on an album. No, I mean, what are you going to do after we leave this? Oh, this show? Podcast. Yeah. On the, what are you going to do on the picture? Oh, to, to add to it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, that's what I'm saying. I got to darken in some of the shading and I'll, I'll probably, I, it's weird. I wonder if it's weird to put a cue in there. You never know. People might take that the different way. I, I would... I was going to ask him about that, but then I'm not, sh- I'm not so sure if that's sounds like he, uh, <laughs> he's probably not Q related, but it sounds like he's interested in, um, conspiracies. conspiracies. But I think that you can't not be in this day and age. There's so many on so different, so many different yeah. scales. It's not always like JFK is showing up. Yeah. You know me too. I, I get, I get like anxiety when, when, when there's a, when the conversation will go towards something that I'm not comfortable with. Cause you know, I don't, I don't, I'm kind of like a non boat rocker, you know, I don't like to offend people or I don't want anyone to, could you say, uh, I guess you couldn't sense. I could feel maybe, Oh, I hope we don't go too far down any rabbit holes. Oh no. I think he was sweet and I think he made some good points and things and he clearly, is in, inspired by outer space and yeah. whatever more is out there. I think that's cool. Well, and I think you guys, I think those of you out there who haven't heard of DJ Cubert or haven't really listened to DJ Cubert, um, you should definitely go listen to that Wave Twisters album. That's a good introduction to him. Oh, that was what I wanted to ask him. I always forget to ask that. Um, he's he's really good at what he does. He and it's almost like a language. It really sounds like. I heard him once talking in a in an interview where he was saying, "Oh, actually, it's something that him and um, uh, Mix Mix Master Mike were doing. That it's a it's a one I can't remember what the song's called, but they're talking to each other through scratching. It was a concept that they had, and you can hear. Oh, it's it's on that Wave Twisters album. I don't, I don't want to do the sound effect, but I'm going to do it. But it's like this one part where where Mix Master Mike goes like uh 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 uh, uh and then Cuba goes uh uh uh, uh and they're like they're conversing with the it's really fantastic and then yeah so well it sounds like you can go get his new wave twister zero from his website so that might be cool to go check out too yeah and i think he also releases albums that are just sound like just samples i I know he has some albums out there just like for 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 djs and people people that want to get into scratching he actually makes i think they sell albums that have like a whole bunch of different samples oh, gotcha. that, that, you know, that's from them that you can not gotcha. their own sample, you know, they picked out all these samples, laid them down on a vinyl and you can scratch those sounds and, and stuff. 
Um, yeah, so go check them out at uh, Kubert, com or Kubert. Mm. I know for sure thudrumble.com. And djcubert.com. Okay, and djcubert.com. He's also on the Instagram. Um, that's where I follow him at. I, I'm sure he's got uh, a Twitter um, and uh, and Facebook, but I see him mostly on on Instagram. I know he does the Twitch and the Discord like, he's, like you saw. So, yeah, if you're interested in him, go check him out, DJ Kubert. Uh, I want to thank him again for joining us on the show. It was a pleasure talking to him. He is really – he's got a real kind – feel about him don't you think mm-hmm. it was really nice and i'm i think i'm gonna go fa- follow his mom and get some mary Kay. <laughs> yeah i guess if you're still doing mary Kay, go get some mary Kay. um and apparently use some tony robbins and you could have fa- end up being a, a tremendous dj yeah. <laughs> okay all right Bye-bye. well yeah that's it for now thank you for joining us in dod 45 check us out um uh check out my artwork at artbyty.com and um, please uh, comment on the on the you know down. Comment on the chat. Comment below. on the chat below no. and like uh, any, and subscribe. Yeah, like and subscribe. And on the in the show notes, that's where we'll put any links to like videos and stuff that that you should be checking out of DJ Cubert. And uh, thanks to Mr. Dibs I'm wearing a Mr. Dibs shirt. He sent me that shirt. And uh, all right. Oh, this is the Scroobius Pit Pat. He sent me that. And that's it. Have a good rest of uh, your time. Thanks for joining us on DOD 45, folks. The thoughts in my head take place in my bed And I don't have to lie, but I do that instead Things that need to be said, poison in my